You are now listening to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast, a podcast that promotes self-care for entrepreneurs. Breathe in, breathe out, relax, tune in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Keisha Milana. And I am your other co-host, Nikia Smith. And today we are talking all about avoiding loneliness. So I know it's the new year. It's 2023. So this could be a really joyous time for a lot of people, but it could also be a really lonely or isolating time for a lot of other people who may be mourning, who may be grieving, or just, you know, maybe they had a hard year. They're not excited for the new year. So this episode is going to give you some tips to be able to, you know, try to not bask in your loneliness and try to just reach out and find some communities to support you. So the first thing that you can do is exactly that. You can find community. And I feel like this is super important because even me, I wasn't necessarily lonely because I was grieving or anything. But when I moved to Atlanta, I was really lonely just because I only knew my classmates. And then I finally met Nakia. So that was cool because, okay, we worked together. But besides like classmates and workmates or peers, I was really lonely. Like I didn't go out a lot. I didn't have a lot of like people to hang out with outside of a school environment. So you never know what could be a lonely or isolated environment for you. And I know education in school can be a big one for a lot of people, especially if you're far away from home. So yeah, the first thing you can do is find your community and this can be through social media, you know, finding the people that you might be able to link with and support each other online. It could be Facebook, those people who always comment on your status, the people who like your stuff on IG. You never know how much y'all can actually connect beyond just social media. So you should definitely try to form a community with those people especially family too. I know sometimes family can be a tough one for some people, but they really are there to support you. So you might want to reach out to one of those cousins you haven't reached out to in a while, or, you know, just try to connect with somebody who maybe you only see them around the holidays, try to extend that relationship beyond just the holidays. So I feel like those are two good places to start, social media and with your family. Yes. I also like to add another alternative, which is called Silverline. So Silverline is a free and confidential opportunity for you can talk to someone about how you're feeling or anything else you'd like to talk about. This does not substitute therapy. So keep that in mind. So this is just a free resource for you to reach out to somebody if you just need somebody to talk to. And it's confidential. And you don't, if you want to talk about something that you don't want, Anybody to, I guess, relay back to another person, but you can't get in contact with a therapist at the moment. This can be a good alternative. Also, people always talk about social media, but LinkedIn is a really top tier social media platform that many people don't talk about. And a lot of things that I see that are happening now is called either tea talks or coffee chats. So this is just you connected with somebody in your industry or an industry that you want to get into, and it's completely free. You just get to know 
one another and network and maybe a job can come out of it or maybe just find a new friend. And of course, our old faithful meta Facebook. There are tons of free Facebook groups on Facebook that you can just, (laughs) whatever topic you desire, you can find it on there. (laughs) And so those are just some other alternatives you can think about when you're trying to find community. And not to mention networking as well, whether that's in person or online, there are a lot of opportunities for you to do that. Yes, a support group can be a really good way for you to connect with people who are going through the same things you're going through. And then LinkedIn is a gem. I recently just started being on LinkedIn more. And a lot of people are just super into their careers, super into like learning how to build new skills, super into professional growth. It's especially good if you're looking for opportunities and, you know, being able to find some things outside of your normal industry. So I definitely support those as well. So another thing that you can do outside of building community is going to concerts. This is one of the things that I love to do. You can go to a concert with other people or you can go by yourself and then in hopes that you meet somebody (laughs) there. So there are like different things you can do. Concerts for me are very huge. I have both been with other people, but if I couldn't find anybody to go to a concert with me, I went by myself. For example, J. Cole had a concert. I wasn't missing it for nobody. (laughs) (laughs) And then I drove, I think, an hour and 30 minutes out just to go to his concert. And I enjoyed myself. I had good season, everything. So don't be afraid to just go out by yourself. But even though you're by yourself, you are still in community because there's other people around you there enjoying the music with you and vibing. Yes, I have went to concerts by myself and with other people. And honestly, I did meet some good people when I went by myself. It was the Drake concert from his album, Scorpion. Everybody act like they didn't want to go. But I was not missing that concert, like you said, for anything in the world. So I went and that was honestly the best night of his whole concert. It was the closing night. He had Gucci. He had Lil Baby. He had Carisha. He had everybody. So... (laughs) I was not going to miss that. But I also have recently went to a concert with my friends. And that was cool, too. It's just about what you're looking for. And you know, for sure, y'all going to have something in common because y'all at the same concert. So, yeah, I definitely support that. Another thing that you can do is also volunteer. I feel like volunteering is a good way to not just, you know, not be lonely. But it's also a good way to give back to the community at the same time. So for me, I know recently I was volunteering at Head Start, which is with like preschoolers or before preschool, like three to five year olds. And it was very rewarding. I felt good every single time I left. They were a lot at times to handle, but it's so fun, like watching little kids play with each other and watching them grow up. And a lot of times they looking for volunteers because the education systems, even at like preschool are super, super understaffed right now. So a lot of times all you have to do is like go get a background check and then they'll clear you to volunteer. You can come in as much or as little as you want and you just help with regular stuff like helping them pass out lunch, getting them ready for nap time, 
you know, helping them in the playroom when they want to play with people. And, you know, maybe everybody don't want to play with other kids. Maybe they want to throw the ball back and forth with you. So it was really, really fun. I've also volunteer at schools to be like a cheerleading coach. So if you could get involved with like extracurricular activities, that's also a great place. But then even if you don't go to a school, something like the Goodwill could be interesting because you get to see the behind the scenes of stores that you shop at and still be helping the community and learn about the donation process and learn about, you know, how do they group the different clothing? How do they price it based on the donations? So whatever you looking for, whatever type of volunteering you want to do, I feel like it's so many different organizations that's always looking for people to come help. And you will find some really good friends or people that you can connect with and talk to even outside the volunteerism. Yes. And some volunteer opportunities can turn into potential jobs. Yes. Get out there. You just never know. Another way you can avoid loneliness is to travel. I'm always going to go travel. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's whether you travel by yourself or travel with a group of people. My suggestion if you travel by yourself is to find something that's either all-inclusive or do something like a cruise mm -hmm. because it's kind of like you know, you won't be as fearful to like venture off, especially if it's your first time doing it. You just want to get your feet wet. Yeah. So look for something that's all-inclusive or look for a cruise where, you know, everything is in one space so you don't have to really go far. And as far as traveling with a group, I mean, just have an itinerary. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's the only tip I have for traveling with a group of people is have an itinerary. Make sure y'all vibe. Make sure it's going to be good vibes. And then just make sure y'all on the same page. Like, you don't want to travel with a group of people and you're the type of person where you don't really like want to do anything. You just want to sit back and relax. And but you travel with a group of people that like want to go out all the time. That's not a good mix. Right. So just be cognizant of like the vibe of the group. Like what's the tone? What are y'all going to be doing? And go from there. That is a good point. I definitely want to back that last point up because. If you go with a group and the vibes is two different vibes, you're not going to be avoiding loneliness. You're going to be back lonely because now you don't want to mesh with the group and you don't want to do nothing that the group want to do. So you just in your room by yourself or you off doing your own activities and you could have did this without being with the group, you know. So definitely pick some people to travel with that you mesh with. And I have traveled by myself and with the group before. I definitely enjoy the freedom of traveling by myself because I'm only doing stuff that I want to do. And then you can meet some really good people. I've definitely met some people traveling that I ended up networking with or still talking to years and years after the fact. So I definitely can vouch and say that just because you go somewhere alone don't mean you're going to be lonely. You can meet new people while you're there and go do, doing things you like to do. Once you go and do that, you're going to find other people. Let's say you like to go out for tacos. You at the taco spot. Now you meet somebody else. They sitting there by themselves eating tacos. Now y'all talking, learning about each other, creating a friendship, creating somebody you can network with. So definitely, I love to travel. And another thing, okay, another thing you can do to avoid loneliness is to find you a new hobby. So a hobby does not mean a new side hustle. It does not mean a new business. 
find you something that you can do that's just purely fun, not to make a living, not to earn the income, something that it could be good for your body, something good for your mind, something that's low cost, easy to implement. So just as some examples, personally, that I want to look into for this year, uh, well, one is yoga. Y'all know I love yoga. So it's not really a new hobby for me, but maybe it could be one for you. And it's different types of yoga. It's high yoga. It's slow flow. It's aerobic yoga. So don't be afraid to try different types of yoga too, because I know it's some yogas that I don't really like, but then it's some that I love. So find what, what works for you. Another thing is journaling. I know people, I feel like journaling gets so much hate from people, but journaling is such a good way to like track your emotions and just to actually like remember your life and remember what was going on on specific days. So I am definitely advocating for journaling this year. It's so easy to do. It's low cost. It's really free if you think about it. Like if you already got some paper, you already got a pen. You could journal on your phone and your notepads. So I know we'd be saying journaling a lot on here, but literally it can help you. And there's different types of ways to journal. So just like with the yoga, it might be a way to journal that you haven't thought of. Maybe you want to just put in notes in your calendar for the, each day to see what was going on. Like that might not be a traditional form of journaling, but it's still something that you might like just to get tidbits of what went on that day and how did you feel? I agree with that as a creative. Everybody's saying you need to make money based on the things that you create. And I just don't believe that. I mean, if you make money off of it, cool. But sometimes you just want to do something just to do it. And for me, that's writing. For me, that is creating journals <laughs> that I probably won't ever put out, but I just create them. For me, that is also... Let's say painting. I know everybody like goes to those paint and sips. I have like three of three paintings and I only have one of them for myself. My mother has the other one and then my brother has the other one because they so good. (laughs) And then, of course, you can always color and things like that. But just creating something for me always makes me feel good because it's kind of like. I just created this. And then you you feel proud. You want to show people. <laughs> but yeah, and then once you do something great one time, it makes you want to do it again and again and again. So, yeah. Another hobby, or not even hobby, something else you can do to be able to avoid loneliness is read a book. So I know that some people might not be as interested in this. I know for sure this is not something I want to do right now. I already read so much just for school. So I don't really have that same spark and passion. But if you have some time on your hands or if you want to get lost in something, you know, some people like movies, some people like books. You could get you a book that's going to be able to maybe take you a take you on a, a journey or show you a different story than what you might be living at the current time. Or maybe you want to look at something historical, or maybe you want to read something that's going to help you personally to help you grow, maybe professionally help you grow. Yes, I totally agree. So for me, what I just did was I reread my journals. Because I feel like in order to move forward, you have to reflect on the past. So I wanted to do that. I did that for the new year. 
And then what I did was I took some of the things that I wanted to carry to the new year. I wrote it down in a separate book in order for me to start the new journal. So it's kind of like some of the things that I didn't accomplish, but I wrote down, I'm carrying them on to the new years to accomplish those things. So that's one thing that I did as far as reading. Yes. And another thing that you can do if you just lonely for real, either get your pet or pet sit for somebody. Yes. That's all, you know, pets, whether it's like a dog or a cat or anything of that nature, they are very good companions. And they are non-judgmental. And they're going to love up on you (laughs) as long as you take care of them. So if you don't want to take the responsibility of owning a cat, you can always reach out to somebody who owns one. And if they travel or they just need a break, say, hey, I'll, you know, watch your pet for you for you know, a day or two, and then, you know, give them back. <laughs> Absolutely. I love watching my um best friend's dog. I call it my dog, but it's really not my dog. But, yeah, I love the dog like it's my own, but I don't have to, like, walk it and, like, clean up poop and stuff. So I second that. If you're not ready for a pet, because they expensive, too, depending on what kind of pet you have, and if you really love your pet and take care of your pet. but Definitely can get a pet or pet sit. I pet sitted my friend that lives where I live for my PhD program. I pet sitted her dog for a weekend and it was pretty cool too. And then I was actually having to walk in and stuff and pick up poop. I was like, I could get this back in two days. So definitely recommend that. And then the last thing I would say to avoid loneliness is try gardening or being in nature with some plants because This can help you to, you might not think of it as a living thing, but plants are really living things. So you have to like talk to them and water them and put them in enough sunlight. And it just helps you to feel like, okay, I'm here with another living creature, even if it's not a person or an animal. And I know for me, like I get really into my plants now and Like, I have a lucky bamboo. I'm actually about to repot it for the new year. But you start wanting to, like, treat your plants good and, oh, I'm going to get you a new pot. Or, okay, let me move you to a better spot. You need some more love. So, again, it just helps you to feel like, okay, I'm not alone. I got my plants. Like, I care about them. They care about me. We care about each other. (laughs) Yes, I totally agree. And if you're one of those people who feel like I don't have a green thumb, I'm scared, I'm not going to keep it alive. There are certain plants that they won't die. Not to say you can't just like water them and stuff, but some plants are hard to kill. So if you kill that plant, you might just want (laughs) to sit out. (laughs) Sit this out. But you can always Google like plants that you know, are good in any environment, whether it's outside Mm. or in the house. So just to get your feet wet, you know, get started to see how that goes and then advance to more, you know, plants where you actually have to take care of them. So baby steps. (laughs) Yes. I definitely, I don't have a green thumb. I had to start with the lucky bamboo because my other plants, I did kill them before. But this one, I'm doing great. Like we have a great relationship and I take care of it. 
So yeah, start with something like some bamboo or something very low maintenance at first and then work your way up because plants do require a lot of attention depending on what type of plant you get. So just look up low maintenance plants and you should be fine. But yes, those are just some of the ways that we can avoid loneliness. Nakia, did you want to add anything? Yes, I wanted to say as much as we can, especially during the winter time, please get out of your house and get some sun. Because, you know, it, the sun goes down a lot earlier. We're not getting as much vitamin D as we should. So to help boost your mood, try to be outside when the sun is out. Just to, you know, get it together. I know it's hard, especially like if it, it's raining or if it's like really cloudy and stuff outside. So anytime that the sun is shining, even if it's just for five minutes, just go outside. Soak that up because it's it scares in the wintertime. So, yeah, that's the only thing I'm going to say. I second that. I know it's a lot of times where I'm, like, just getting up. Maybe at, like, 2 p.m. I'm like, dang, the sun about to go. I didn't waste my whole day. So, definitely get outside as much as you can in the wintertime, especially if it's, like, cloudy that day because that's going to take even more of the sunlight that you would have had had you not, had it not been winter anyway. So yeah, thank y'all for coming and listening to our episode all about avoiding loneliness. I hope these tips really help y'all. Make sure y'all also go follow us on social media at 21 Minutes or Less on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And then on YouTube, you can type in 21 Minutes or Less podcast. And then you can go follow our personal pages. Mine is at Keisha Milana. And mine is at Miss Butterfly 21, M-I-S-S. And we'll see y'all on the next episode.